welcome to the first episode of 2022 of Here's What I Was Thinking About, thinking about while, you were, while you were Talking. You know it, probably. It's the show where we talk and think and think about what we're talking about and talk about what we're thinking about. My name is Erin, and with me are my cheerful co-hosts, Sabrina. Hi. And Brian. Hello. How are you all in this new year? Cheerful. Cheerful. It's been an adventure. Has it? Yeah. It has. Oh, because of the snow. Yeah, because of the yeah. snow. Because Seattle of the snow. snow. For yeah. those of you who don't live here. Lots of it. Lots of snow, Too much, which is not like a thing say. that we have here. So, yeah. I mean, how much was it? Like six inches or something? Seven? Like when you add it all together. Yeah, it was yeah. like maybe six inches, but like it destroyed us. <laughs> it really did. I mean, yesterday it was like it was like forty five minutes of snow falling, and then I couldn't get home. So, yeah. If you're not yeah. familiar with Seattle geography, geography, no, landscape, whatever. Topology. Topography. Topography. That's what I meant. Uh, Seattle's super hilly. It's like built on a bunch of hills, right? And. Uh, it's hard to get around. So that's yeah. why it was an adventure. And they don't plow very well. They don't plow pretty much most places. Mm-hmm. And they don't yeah. shovel and they don't salt. Yeah. And uh, my car could not make it up a single hill <laughs> yesterday. My little sad little car. But it sounds like you dealt with it really, really well. Uh, yeah. Like a champ. Calmly. Yeah, I was feeling pretty calm. Cheerful. I was like, I got this. I can have Cheerful. a stranger come here with an SUV. Yeah. That's crazy. Take me out. I commend you for backing down an icy, slushy hill. <laughs> yeah, I did not slide into anything. I just slid backwards. Yeah. God, I didn't even think about sliding into other stuff. Because another thing about Seattle, for those of you who have never visited or whatever, um, the pretty much you can park any street that has street parking. You can park on both sides, which makes streets, you know, super narrow. So super easy to slide into other cars. Yeah. That's good say. times. Yeah. There's a there's an angry Seattle at angry Seattle uh, Twitter thread of cars in circumstances <laughs> from last week. Yeah. Is that on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. T- Twitter thread, Angry Seattle. I'm going to check that out. That sounds really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like deep schadenfreude. Nice. Hell yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. cool. Anyone uh, want to say anything else about the new year? Happy new year. Happy that. <laughs> You sound like new you're year. waiting for us to announce something. New year, new you. Yeah, I was trying to like think of like if I had any like revelations, um, and I don't. It feels the same. I've got a new house and a new job, so it feels all different. Oh yeah, Brian, new year, new home. Mm-hmm. Way to yeah, way to do it right at the end of the year. Yeah. How uh, I know you're still nesting and moving in, but I've seen pics and it's looking good. Um, mm-hmm. Have you found anything weird in the home? Have you opened up any of the walls? Found stuff in like medicine cabinets? Uh, we haven't found anything weird inside, but 
we did yeah. realize um on moving day when we were moving in we realized there was a knife in one of the trees in the yard <laughs> what um what just kind of not knife? like not like stabbed into the tree but just like sitting in a crook between two branches just resting there like a kitchen oh, knife that's weird like like a kitchen like a kitchen knife like that you like, would use to cut like a big cake or something like if you had a knife set it would be the second smallest one mm. larger like one than the your shitty ones larger than like, your pairing like a knife. steak knife and, like a steak knife size, but not serrated. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can cut a small was it, pastry. Was it like dirty? Like, did it, was it cutting the? Why was it out there? It was dirty. Um, I don't know. Someone set it in the tree at some point, I guess, and then either forgot it or decided that that was a good place for it to stay. Was it bloody? No. Did you Sorry. did you not Take samples? <laughs> yeah. Did you swab it? We have not touched it. No. You didn't touch it. No, we're not going to touch the tree knife. You left it out there for those raccoons to grab and stab <laughs> yeah. you with. You armed. You armed the raccoons. You did it's that. A different, different tree. <laughs> yeah, but they can get up there. Oh my god, yeah, you yeah. armed the raccoons. It's so true. Because you know they have hands, right? We might. Uh, Brian, were you of the aware that raccoons point. have hands? <laughs> I, I've heard about that, but I don't think they need knives. They have like pretty good claws. True, they're huge. My. One of our one of our cats growing up, his butthole can attest to the quality of raccoon oh. claws. Oh my no. god! Did he live through that? Yeah, but he had to no. be surgeried and then have his butt shaved. Oh no! Was the raccoon trying to get up there? I think the raccoon was just like chasing him and trying to catch him, and he was trying to run away. So Swiping. naturally, his, his butt is the last thing closest <laughs> to the raccoon. Oh my god! That's awful, little cat. Yeah. That's such a sensitive tissue back there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of nerve but, ending. But, oh, yeah. But speaking of, speaking of cats and um, pets and animals, should we, should we hear my topic? Yes. Are you ready for it? I yes. hope it's about buttholes again. My topic today is, is not buttholes. It is riot dogs, also known as protest pups. Do you okay. know? Do you know about riot dogs? Oh, is this like, um, especially when like a lot of the BLM protests were happening and people were bringing their dogs and like hanging funny signs on them? Is that what it is? Um, is before that. So it apparently started in the street protests. I mean... There's no guarantee that this is the first time ever that a dog joined in on a protest. I was going to say. But the term riot dog was apparently used by English-speaking media during the street protests in Greece following the 2008 financial crisis when it was observed that there were several dogs that kept showing up in the protests and consistently siding with the protests in clashes between them and the police. Why would they side with the police? <laughs> yeah. They're like extremely aggressive. Yeah. And like holding weapons. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so they started out so it started out as a Greek thing. This came to my attention. I saw a tweet about um this dog Elvaquita, which is a Chilean protest dog. Elvaquita means little cow. Cute. And because he's black and white, so they named him Lil Cow. Because he does like cow coloring. Um, My nickname in high school. 
and El Vaquita was a stray dog in the northern city of Antofagasta who never missed a protester march, but was wounded by rubber bullets shot by the police. And um, people were having a hard time getting him to a vet. He like didn't want to go along with anyone to a vet. So what they did was they organized a fake march that went to the vet's office. And then because it was a march, he joined in. And so then they did like a secret, a fake, a fake trick protest <laughs> that he joined it. in and they led him to the vet. Oh my, oh my God. God. They tricked and, him to going into the, to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> That's, and then, wow. So dogs he, are so dim. Am I right? Yeah. So he joined in the march and then got treated. Cute. So I saw that post and then, so then I was looking it up because apparently there are more. So there's another one in, in, in Chile. Uh, that was Negro Matapacos, meaning black cop killer. Oh my god! Whoa, <laughs> he, he's black. There's no, um, there's no record of him ever killing a cop. But it's pronounced cop killer, Brian. Cop kill. Well, it's spelled cop killer. No, you're right. Um, so deal with it. So I, I looked it up, and yeah, apparently it started as this Greek thing, and the first dog was Canelos. And Canelos was, according to Wikipedia, arguably the first incarnation of the Greek riot dog. And he became famous in the 2008 Greek riots when photographers and cameramen started to notice that he kept showing up. And um, and he just became like a symbol, kind of. And then in his old age, he started to suffer from arthritis and a group of college students like took up a collection and bought him a wheelchair and then he was able to live inside with them until he died and then so this like famous riot dog died and then there were more protests and then everyone thought he was back there because another dog showed up who looked very similar Mm -hmm. and people were like is it the same dog is it a ghost what happened is he related so then the, the second dog was Todorus, and it's believed that he was, that Todorus is one of Canelo's pups. So Todorus was a very similar dog. And then, a, then there was a third dog, Lucanicos. And then uh, Lu- Lucanicos became the symbol of Greek protests against the IMF and ECB austerity measures, which. I don't know much about that, but I know austerity is a bad thing. Um, but I don't know much about Greek economics. But there were there were claims that then there were claims that Lucanicos and Todorus were the same dog. So people get real confused about which dog is which. Um, but yeah, but there's a Wikipedia notes this funny anecdote in September of 2011 on the occasion of a striking policeman's union marching in the center of Athens, Lukanikos was initially confused because <laughs> they had two sides. They had striking policemen and then riot police facing off, and so the dog didn't know who to side with because both sides were police. Then when the riot police attacked the striking policemen, then Lukanikos sided with those who were being attacked. 
Dang. The so defense. I guess. Defense, yeah. yeah. Dogs just I like, like to defend people. Yeah. But yeah. And then um, the Negro Matapacos in Chile apparently became really famous and has become like a symbol for protests. He's like this black dog. And you might have, he has like a red bandana. I'm pretty sure I've seen the, I've seen some of this artwork before of like a black dog with a red bandana. Um, has become like a worldwide symbol of protests and people like put stickers of him and pictures of him and different representations. Um, I don't know if I have. You know, seen have you this. seen it? Have you, are you looking at it? No. Um, let me see if I can find the one that I thought seemed familiar. Oh, oh wait. If you look up Negro Matapocos, that's the one that, or Matapacos. All right. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen this before. I just fully missed out. Never seen the riot dogs on this cultural moment. I feel like there's a one of these dog arts I felt like seemed familiar. Dog arts. Dog arts. Um, are they really riot dogs or are they just protest dogs? Well, they're. I mean, they're protest dogs, but then they become riot dogs when the police show up and incite violence. Classic. Okay. When the riot police show up, but and they're riot. not rioting. The dogs would never. Well, the dogs are trying to stop the police from yeah, rioting. Yeah, they're anti-riot dogs. Anti-riot. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. This dog is so cute with his little red bandana. Yeah. He's such a good boy. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so cute art. People have made like songs about them and stuff. Um, and then there was a, there's a, I found this other Twitter thread about Negro Matapacos. So apparently, um, when Negro Matapacos died, passed away in 2017, he reportedly left behind 32 pups. Oh my God. Which is a lot of pups. From and, one lady? Um, probably not. <laughs> I don't think dogs are known for being monogamous. But there's a there's a Twitter thread about him um from respectable lawyer at respectable law. And there's a picture of the dog oh, no. <laughs> having sex with another dog next to like riot police vehicles. Yeah, those also, are like, like tanks. A, and like a third dog watching. And a, there's a third dog just standing there watching. Oh my god. He gave yeah. absolutely zero fucks. Here he is making love to his lady friends in front of the cops' paint-splattered tanks. That's the yeah. Tea. I was gonna say I disagree. It looks like he he did give some fucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to find. I was trying to find another. There was another quote I saw somewhere because some of these dogs are strays who show up mm -hmm. at protests and marches. But then there was one dog that had an owner, and the, the owner was like, he just seemed to know whenever there was a protest, and he would go. Yeah. He, like, I mean, saw it on Facebook, he... or... 
Now, is it that he's just seeing a bunch of people? And he's like, oh, people. I'm yeah. not sure. Just asking. Not to discount the... Just comes and goes. He just has a, a spidey sense. Like those dogs yeah. that ride the bus by themselves. Oh they my just, god, I love those. They just, they just go wherever. Amazing. Like, do you think they know their stops? You know? Like, know what it's called? Um, the names? Yeah. They might not know the names no, of the stops. No, I don't. <laughs> you think they count? How do they know? They can't see on the window. The smells. Well, they, they can't the see smells. The Wait, smells? Really? Yeah. They use the smells. I think they can see oh. out the window. You're right. Well, yeah. They stand at the back of the bus where the double doors are, right? Full what? door There's... window. Why wouldn't they be able to see out the window, the regular window? Well, yeah, but dogs oh, can't see on very the well. And they can <laughs> smell real good. They can see. I mean, if you're sitting on the ground on a bus, you can see out the other window across from you. Yeah. There's a lot of windows oh. on a bus. But why wouldn't they use smell when they also have a really good sense of smell? I don't know uh, if smell is like that precise. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if a bus stop would smell if they're like, oh, this is my bus stop. How do dogs I mean, know where to poop? <laughs> unless they piss on the bus stop right before they get on the bus and they're like, I got to remember this. Uh, I don't know. There's right. a lot of smells on the bus that like aren't related to the bus stop yeah. outside. Yeah, I know. I know all too well. How do dogs how do dogs know where they live? Dogs are able to hone in on one specific smell and follow it for long distances. They rely on overlapping circles yeah, like of familiar sense to find though, their way like back when home. When they are outside with, among the smells, not like, like when they're on a bus. Yeah. yeah, but the smells change and when the bus like when the bus stops and opens the doors, they can smell what okay. the smells are. I don't think it's the same as tracking. Just cuz bus smells are so powerful. And they're, dogs, yeah, the bus like is carrying them at a fast pace. Piss. They're not, yeah, they're not controlling, they're not following the smell. They're just riding a bus. Well, yeah, but they would like recognize their home stop or whatever because the doors would open and it would smell familiar and they would run out, right? Yeah, maybe. That's a quick reaction. Well, yeah, they have mm -hmm. good sense of smell. I don't know. We should ask a dog. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really interested in this. Haven't you seen that movie really where they, they go home? What movie? Homeward Bound? <laughs> Homeward Bound. Oh my god. That's different than I don't remember us. anything about the plot of that movie. I just remember there being dogs. Really? I can tell you all about it. I'll save that for next time. <laughs> Such a good movie. I cry every time. Wow. Oh, sassy. Apparently. Sassy. Yeah. Is there a I mean, fire? Mm, oh, guess I don't remember that. No. I, no, no, no. They they there's not a fire. They're moving, right? And so they lose I think the animals like get out while the family's moving. Is that right, Brian? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I talk so long. much about how I've, I've seen, seen it, it like a but... hundred years. Yeah, me too. All right. Anyhow. What else? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Protest dogs, riot dogs. Love Thanks, them, Brian. Cute. Yeah. Love them, cute. Love them, cute. I I love them, cute. Dogs know where it's at. Literally, mm. they do. They know. They know that it's not. Via they nose. know where it Via is at. They know where it's at. And they know who not to side with. Before we move on, I do need to correct what I said about Homeward Bound. The Seavers family in Homeward Bound um, leaves for a family vacation. 
and they drop their pets off at a friend's ranch. And then the animals think they're, like, left for good, so they're like, we gotta go back home. And so that's what happens. Okay. That makes logical sense. Yeah. Totally. They're like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Yeah, they're yeah. like, what? Which is crazy, because, like, you know how they're, like, speaking to each other? And it's, like, in English? Mm-hmm. Yet, yet they can't understand the humans. Be like, we'll be back. It's like, come on. Well, you know, you know how it is. They all speak animal language. I know. Mm-hmm. But like one's like there's like a cat, right? There's like a cat and a dog. Sassy. Yeah. There's two dogs and a cat. Okay. It's like uh, how in the hunt for Red October they're speaking in English, but they're actually speaking in Russian. But right, right. So yeah. true. So true. Well, speaking of animals, um, I would like to continue. <laughs> Hopefully, please, to everyone's excitement. Please do continue um, my fast food fun series um, because there's never-ending topics, um, and I want to tell y'all about the all of the fast food establishments who have been wanting to be kind to animals and jump on the vegetarian, vegan, meat replacement bandwagon. Oh, you know, I just heard about one today. <gasps> Tell me. Chipotle. Ooh, was it was it the chorizo? Chorizo. Yeah. Yes. Plant, plant-based chorizo. Okay, so it must be new. I saw that as well, but I wasn't sure how new the article I was reading was. Yeah, they're testing vegan chorizo, which sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've had... I wonder if it'll be like the soy chorizo that you can get at like Trader Joe's. Yes. I know soy's honestly, not super... It's good. It's good. I know soy's not super popular because it's an allergen. Yeah, but that's true. I'm into it. Same. I do not have a soy issue. Yeah, but I've heard that too, that soy is like kind of iffy with a lot of people. Or that it's like not good if you eat a ton of soy, but I'm not a doctor. Yeah, then you become a soy boy if you do that. Yeah. Yeah, and you uh, grow breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want my boobs to be bigger, so I'm going to double up on the soy. I did have a soy latte today, so. You're on the way. On my way. <laughs> bigger boobies in 2022. <laughs> is that your new year's resolution <laughs> yeah what if i was just to grow bigger movies new year's wow. breast illusion breast illusion <laughs> you just okay. gain 100 pounds yeah i was gonna say that's easy I mean, technically there's no caveats it's just that the breasts get bigger matter yeah else everything gets bigger. gets bigger everything everything's bigger in 2022 everything. or you could have a baby and then they would get old that's another way yeah, that is another way. That one seems uh, harder. Yeah. Well, not harder to get pregnant, but uh, then you got a baby to deal with. Then, yeah, you got to deal with all the rest of that. You have to deal with that baby. It's <laughs> too much. It's too much responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let me tell you about the other um, places. I honestly was really surprised that so many places are doing the vegetarian or vegan alternative meat thing. Like, even restaurants that I thought were, like, you know, like, maybe that wasn't in their brand. Like, maybe they were, like, all about meat. Like Arby's? Like Arby's? Um, Arby's. Now They've got the Ar- meats. They've got the meats. Yeah, yeah. They got, they've got the meat sweats. Is Arby's <laughs> the one that's related to uh, Carl's Jr.? No. No? That one? Oh, God. What is, what is the Carl's Jr.? Oh, one? Hardee's. 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 Yeah, Hardee's. Oh, they're they're the ones with, like, the weirdly sexual commercials, right? Or maybe that's Um, Carl's Jr. 
Yeah, like the voiceovers or something. Is that what it is? Um, no, just like women in bikinis, like. Oh, probably. Yeah, being sexy or whatever. Classic with like holding meats. Classic. Yeah, being sexy. Okay, let me check on. You know what I mean. (laughs) Holding meats is so sexy. Um, All natural burger. Super Bowl uh, XLIX. Super moist. Let me check on Arby's because they were not on my list that I found. But I think it's just because I forgot that Arby's existed. So I wasn't looking specifically. Um, Yeah, in this commercial, this woman's just like fully naked walking down the street. And they're advertising an all-natural burger. Classic. Honestly, not even surprised. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Quickly Google Ar- Arby's vegan options. Okay, so yeah, I think that that they have not jumped on the bandwagon Arby's because the things that are vegan, um, because of course there's like websites right that help vegetarians and vegans um, figure out what to eat at these types of places, and as of last year, 2021, um, because, because the tagline is we have the meats, they don't have a lot. It's stuff like chopped side salad without cheese. Curly chopped fried, side good. salad? <laughs> Hold the cheese. They do have potato cakes and their curly fries, which I think is good, right? Because we've already had the McDonald's discussion about how it's made with like, what the fuck, like beef powder or whatever the hell? Yeah. Beef essence. I'm still laughing about chopped side salad. Like, literally, here's a pile of lettuce for you. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. <laughs> no it's cheese, like, just lettuce. It's, it's funny because um, on this website that's, like, helping vegetarians and vegans, they're showing the side salad even with cheese. Like, all it is is, like, shitty lettuce with a few tomatoes cut up. That's it. Super lame. No thanks. Um, Yeah. Uh, super lame. Oh, and their homestyle fries. Okay, so Arby's not doing great. Not great on this front. But let's move on to people who are restaurants that are great. Um, places like Carl's Jr., speaking of them, um, they have a Beyond Burger. Um, Carl's Jr. And one thing, though, that I read that's kind of frustrating for vegans is a lot of these places, though, that have vegan burgers, they cook it on the same uh, oh, grill yeah. Yeah. as the meat, so it's not okay for. Well, I guess it also wouldn't be if you're like staunch. Well, if you're like that, Muslim that, or yeah, yeah. that literally happened you, to um, us last week. Got bitten by that <gasps> weird tick, or yeah. Wait, what weird tick? There's a tick that makes you allergic to meat. What? Weird. Yeah. Oh Yikes. my god. Jotting that down for next time. <laughs> meat tick. Brian, that happened to you recently? Well, yeah, Not we were just tick. we were trying to figure There's out what here. trying to figure out what food we could eat and um we looked at like Burger King or whatever and they have an impossible whopper but it's uh cooked on the same thing. Like why? As, like why even have it? As the beef. Yeah. I agree, Sabrina. And like you could have it but I mean, for Brittany Marie it's like she hasn't had meat in forever right and even like a tiny amount of beef residue maybe could make her ill even if she wanted to even if she was okay with it maybe having residue right like 
we still right. Yeah, especially for folks who have what's the one that's like super oh what is it called? The thing where even if yeah, like a tiny bit of allergen I don't know what it's called, never mind. Like if you have or if you're really allergic, if you go into Um Yeah, I guess that, but it's a specific uh condition. It's not Crohn's, it's the Mm. other one. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was like thinking, it. like, if you haven't had it in a long time, it'll make you poop real gross for a while. You get <laughs> a little bit in there. <laughs> that too. Well, yeah, what what I'm frustrated about is it seems like it would be super easy to literally, like, lay down, like, something on the grill. Like something yeah. metal. And like then just, just have a Beyond Burger exactly. side. What the fuck? Just have, like, so easy. one little... Yeah, one little section. Yeah. It's not you're paying hard. all that money for the Beyond Burgers themselves. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. And you're losing out on like a bunch of people if they're like, well, I can't do that because, you know, I don't want meat juice on my veggie yeah. burger. Um, Brian, yes, you said, you said, where did you go to get burger, that? Burger King, we tried. Yes, Brian, Burger King. And what you were going to get was the Rebel Whopper. Rebel Whopper. Oh, okay. Rebelling uh, against meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Burger King, they are the first UK, well, in the UK, obviously, the first UK fast food chain to offer vegan chicken nuggets. Oh. And I was like, damn, is that true? Like, do we not have, I mean. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah. Um, but it, It's cor- only ever like the veggie burger. Exactly. Brittany Marie saw something on Wendy's that said they had like a veggie burger and like veggie nuggets. Oh, really? But then we went to Wendy's and then they didn't have it. Yeah, I it's interesting that she so. saw that because I too so Wendy's is one of my favorites. And so I specifically looked into Wendy's and I don't think they have anything yet. Hmm. I mean, other what, than uh, like potatoes. Is it like a brand? Is it like Maybe she looked around. Corn or whatever. <laughs> well, she could have been looking at um, chick like apostrophe N. <laughs> chick yeah. apostrophe N. Um, Chicken. Which, um, well, yeah. So that's that's what's interesting too is some brands are doing like, or some fast food places are doing like brand deals, right? Like I saw a lot of Beyond and Impossible. I think maybe it's just Beyond in my research, but then some much like. I was looking at Burger King, and I could have swore that they had one of those brands, but then I looked into it, and it said something like V2, like it was a different mm-hmm. brand. V2 Version food company? Two. I don't know. Unless that's, um, no, it's different. Okay. V2 is an Australian-based producer of plant-based meat substitutes. So, yeah. Um... Ooh, this is Wendy's, Brian? Is this, uh... Whoa, eight-piece veggie bites? Those look gross. They do look gross, but they might taste good. So Brian sent me a picture of the Wendy's online menu, and they have, like, I guess, you know, it's kind of like chicken... I mean, it doesn't look anything like chicken nuggets. It's literally, like... It's like one of those little, like, um... 
things? Okay, they had these things at Costco that were like these little like granola bite things. Mm-hmm. We used to get them. We used to stock them in the office during holiday times um, when we were all really busy. We needed snacks. Um, and they were just like these very dense, like, oaty, little chewy things that you could pop in your mouth. And that's what it's reminding me of. Oh, interesting. Wait, what were those made out of? They were just, they were kind of like a cross between like a cookie and a muffin, but they were just like these weird little like discs. Oh, so they were like sweet. Like snack. They weren't like super sweet, but they were, yeah, they were kind of like pastry. That sounds good. Okay, Brian, I googled those veggie bites, and this is indeed, I mean, you probably already know, the UK Wendy's. So it seems like a lot of these things are like launching in the UK first and then coming yeah, here. Yeah, wow. I didn't I realize they were so why did it, veggie forward. Why when I Google search Wendy's and then click on the link, mm-hmm. it takes me straight to the UK? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's really strange. That is kind of strange. Well, these veggie bites from Wendy's are made, it says, made with all your favorite veg and grains. Served with your choice of dipping sauce. Trending on both our restaurant and Twitter feeds alike. What? Well, these are made out of black beans, water, wheat flour, brown rice, chickpeas, sweet corn, and then a bunch of shit, like a bunch of spices and herbs. Carrot, there pepper, you go. green pepper. Ooh, gelling agent E four six one. My favorite gelling agent. I love gelling agent. <laughs> um, good stuff. Uh, who else has uh, veggie stuff? So, um, la, 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 la. ooh, this is exciting. KFC starting January tenth, which is coming up, um, has. Mm-hmm. Beyond Fried Chicken that will be available at nearly 4,000 of their U.S. locations, which apparently is the first and biggest nationwide rollout of plant-based poultry at a major chicken chain. That's a lot of... uh... (laughs) I know. Like superlatives or whatever. Um... Does that excite you? Yeah, that's... It's like it's like all those Olympic records. It's like this is <laughs> the most amount of medals won <laughs> by someone under the age of twenty-four <laughs> who yeah. plays for Switzerland but grew up in Brazil. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, exactly. okay. Okay, good. Like, who cares? Congrats. Very specific. You're like the only person, yeah, that would ever get that. Um so that's interesting. So yeah, really the trend I'm seeing is we're seeing more chicken things, right? Not just beef. Yeah. Side, Which side is funny because it's like all, it's kind of all the same material, just, just kind of compressed meat. in different ways. Yeah. No, that's so right. It's like the texture's changing, right? But like what it's made of isn't. Yeah. It's all just protein. Protein. Um. Also, I don't know how I missed this, but did you all know that KFC doesn't stand for Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore, and they had rebranded to KFC. Uh, what's it stand for? Just It's just like KFC. I don't think it even stands. I could be wrong, but... It really? doesn't stand for anything anymore? Yeah, like, because, because wow. like, you know, like, everyone wanted to be healthy, right? They rebranded because they didn't want fried to be in their name, 
Oh my god, it is and fried. So, Everything there is so, fried. But they sell the same food items. Yeah. And I'm pretty wow. sure it's like just KFC, you know, because right when you we're growing up, I don't know if y'all went to KFC, but like we never called it Kentucky Fried Chicken. We just called it KFC, so it just became like the name. And I'm pretty sure I like looked everywhere, like their Wikipedia, right? Which is, as we know, everywhere. the most reliable source. And I think their website. But it's like, it doesn't say Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore, pretty sure. Now I'm second guessing myself. But yeah, I found that interesting. I believe you. KFC has a controversy section. That's funny. Classic. Classic. Um, Classic. Okay, some others. So in uh, Taco Bell in April of 2021, Taco Bell unveiled the boldly seasoned plant-based protein at one location in Tustin, California. Sounds made up. Um, It was vegan. And it was made of chickpea and pea proteins. And it was part of their Cravitarian Taco. Which was just like a meatless version of the Crunchy Taco Supreme. Okay. Which sounds good. Because I love I love Taco Supreme. Yum. Sour cream? I'm not, yes, I'm not familiar, but it sounds, sounds like it would be good. It is good. Um, here's some others. Of course, we had Starbucks, which had the Beyond... Uh, meat breakfast sandwiches impossible impossible breakfast oh, impossible. sandwich I've had that I'm one a lot it's very oh, good you think so I only had it once and I was like it's okay oh, I like it a lot mm. that is not good you guys um, I was just browsing on my Instagram and I got a post from a plant based bar in Seattle had you googled anything no oh my god it's listening <laughs> Is it the one that's uh, on the south end? It's called Life on Mars. It's on East Pike. <laughs> oh, I cough. Damn it. Sorry, Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been it's there. Okay. It's like a It's like a vinyl bar, too. Yeah, it's like a lot of things. It's so many things. Anyway. anyway. The food there is good. Um, it's it's okay. I, uh, I went there and by myself for happy hour before the pandemic. Seems like six years ago. And it was like right after they opened. And the food was okay, but I feel like I've had a lot of plant-based food. So I sent them like an email and I was like, hey, your food is good, but I just wanted to offer some feedback, you know, instead of like writing a Yelp review. Mm. Um, and I had like heard from a bunch of people because I'm part of like a plant-based Facebook group or some shit that's like shares recipes and restaurants and stuff. And, you know, people were talking about life on Mars and how like this was good, but this wasn't. And so I like shared some of that feedback and then the owner got back to me and like they were not very nice. <laughs> they like made a bunch of excuses and like I mean, st- like defended themselves. And I was like, oh, man, I thought I was doing like I thought it was nice. I don't know. Maybe I overstepped. What do you think? I mean, you emailed them and said your food isn't good. Well, I said like this was awesome and people love it. And then I was like, but people are talking about how this like, could be better. I don't know. I thought it was nice. But, like, is it something where it just wasn't to their taste? Or was it, like, I think it was, like, cold or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Now I can't remember. It was so long ago. But I thought it was a nice thing. I didn't like how they... I was offended, but maybe that's yeah. me being a character. I mean, yeah. I think maybe. it is kind of weird when people email us and they're like, I didn't like this. But I... Would just write back and be like, thanks for your feedback. But that's different, right? Maybe not. Yeah. 
Because it's not like a restaurant. Yeah, but I don't know. People people do do that. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Maybe I'll reread my email sometime and I'll. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think it's going to make you feel any better. <laughs> Let's read it live. Let's read it live on the next half episode, and we can all judge you together. We don't. Okay, we can move good. past it. We can move Let's past, move past it. it. <laughs> Let's move past it. I want to judge okay, here, Aaron. Here's some more. Um, I can send it to you later, Brian. I just found it on my phone. Okay, so here are some more. Um, Denny's, January 2020. Uh-huh. They replaced their uh, mediocre, this is this is copy and pasted from some article, not my words, mediocre vegan bean burger with a delicious Beyond Burger at all USA and Canadian restaurants. I wish that some places, I like a bean burger. I don't want everything to be like that weird, oh, extremely me meaty tasting burger. Like, yeah. I like a bean burger. <laughs> I want people to keep the black bean burgers. I've had some really good black bean burgers in yeah. my life. I love I those house-made black bean burgers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, hell yeah. Um, Taco Del Mar. Mm. Which, is that everywhere? Or is that just like our area? I don't remember. That's a good question. It wasn't in Indiana. Yeah, I don't think it was in Missouri either. Um, They have a Beyond Meat taco. I've had it. It's okay. Um, Subway, this one surprised me, has a meatless meatball marinara. Sounds gross. Oh, really? I should yeah, try dude. that. Yeah, yeah that sounds. I would try that, I think. I don't know, something about it. I think it's because, like, I don't know. Meatless meatball? Um, I don't know why, but the... the you like your balls guess, really meaty. I think I do. No, I don't know what it is. Something about that. Gross. <laughs> What's your go-to Maybe it's because it's... Uh, I always get the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Mm, mm, okay. The one that made me poop myself at work. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, your pants? Yeah, I I think I told that story on the pod. When I worked at Lowe's, I had one of those and pooped myself. Yeah, like recently. I had like a liquid poop when I worked at Lowe's. Wait, why do I remember this? I don't know. Are you sure? I'm pretty wow. sure. Probably too busy eating a chicken sap. Wait, yeah. tell me more. You were like, you put your pants and went home? I was working as a cashier and <laughs> I was just like standing there cashiering and all of a sudden it just like started coming out. <laughs> like pure liquid coming out my bum. Oh no. And I went to the bathroom and cleaned up and then um it might not have been that bad. I don't know. I don't remember if I went home right away or not. So I mean and you can't completely hang, uh you can't completely clean up, right? Because it's liquid. It's on the pants. It's on your panties. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much of it actually like I mean you could I take your underwear off, but then it's and flush them down the toilet. <laughs> and just throw them away. I don't remember. Yeah, that's irresponsible to put it in. Oh the yeah, toilet. don't flush them. Yeah, my bad. I was thinking like if there are people in the <laughs> people in the bathroom with you. I don't remember what happened after that. But you probably blacked I, out. I remember sweet onion chicken teriyaki and not <laughs> to have that again. I actually got really sick from like a pot belly chicken sandwich of some kind when I was oh, in college. No. I think I have told some of that story, but yeah, it was a chicken sandwich from pot belly. Damn. Chicken. That sucks. Chicken sandwiches, Ch man. Chicken yeah. sandwiches. Gross. Risky. For some reason, it's like making me salivate in like a gross way. I guess that my might be vile. I just retook the like food handler's test. Yeah. Because <laughs> my card is expiring. And you have to heat chicken to like the highest temperature. What do you mean? 
The highest like, possible oh, temperature. Like higher than beef, which is higher than seafood. You mean like 450 or like 160? No, it's 165. Oh, shit. It's 135. It's like 2,000 Kelvin. Wait. It's not 135. It's 165. Maybe one, oh, 135 is the danger zone. Yeah, 165, Eight? I think. I think so, because I'm like... I'm bad at cooking. I don't really cook meat very often. Like, I'll eat it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm always Googling, like, what? Because I have, like, one of those fucking thermometers, digital thermometer. And I'm always like, what What did I cook my chicken to? So, yeah, that sounds right. And you would know. You just took your test. I mean, it's funny because, like, 90% of it is just, like, how to handle meat. And, like, I don't yeah. handle any meat at my work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. It's just, like. Chocolate meat. It's just like wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, For me like it's the, just wash your hands. <laughs> exactly. The one thing that's interesting about that cuz like a lot of it's common sense, right? I think. But yeah, uh, the quiz is like so easy, yeah. Isn't there something about how like if you cook meat but then you're going to put it in the fridge, don't instead of putting it directly in the fridge from hot, aren't you supposed to like let it cool to room temp and then put it in the fridge? You can put it in the fridge uh to cool it down, but it has to be this is so fresh. It has to be uncovered, and you can't, like, stack it on top of, like, other things that are also cooling. Like, the air has to be that's circulating. Is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now, that's yeah. specific. And you can't um, you can't thaw things under warm water. You have to thaw them under cold water. Oh, shit. Cold I'm definitely water. Not, I'm definitely not uh, <laughs> hitting all the standards in my kitchen. That's okay. <laughs> so if I make my own I bet you're also sick, it's my fault. I bet you're also touching ready-to-eat food with your bare hands. Uh, yeah, definitely am. <laughs> My dirty, dirty hands. Disgusting. Okay, so who who else has who else has it? Okay, this one's my favorite. McDonald's um is launching a meatless burger. I don't know if it's here yet in the U.S., but it's called the McPlant. I love it. Oh, oh yeah, they're testing it in the U.S., but it's not in Seattle. I already looked that up. I think. Uh, McPlant, it's hilarious. Um, Dunkin's got a Beyond sausage sandwich. Quiznos has a vegan corned beef sandwich. That sounds disgusting. Forgot about Quiznos. Blech. Yeah, same. <laughs> White Castle has veggie sliders that look like grody <gasps> oh on the website. Oh my god. But I would definitely wow. eat them. I love White Castle. Mm. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for... Uh, Sticking through my exhaustive list of veggie and, and vegan veg options. vegan. I'm excited vegan. to try some of those. Vegan. Vegetarian. Especially meat a, too. my meatless a meatless meat meatball too. marinara. Yeah, meat you're M-M-M. Triple Meatless <laughs> meatball marinara. Mm. Cool. I'm sending cool. you guys a screenshot from my quiz. It's really funny. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, God. Lost in the Discord sauce. Oh no. Where am I? Now I'm obsessed with reading that email that I sent to that restaurant. No, I'm sorry. You shouldn't. Don't dwell on it. Read it. Read. But not now. Later. You may read it to you later, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, you guys can do that later. episode of the podcast. Sounds good. Wait. Wow. It just, it's like a chunk of my Discord just disappeared. Okay, it's fine. It's not important. Um, I just wanted to read you kind of this weird story that i I randomly saw a snippet of on like someone's instagram story um there is there was this mexican architect named oh wait sorry is it my turn is it good (laughs) 
Are we good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so his name is Luis Barragan, and he's an architect from Mexico. He um he was um he had sort of a unique style, um, lots of like uh color blocking in his architectural style. He kind of blended the Hacienda style with like a modern style. Um and he died in 1988 when he was 86 years old and uh, beloved by many. I'm going to read you this paragraph that describes him. Tall, blue-eyed, and bald from a young age, Baragon lived beautifully and tyrannically. He wore English sports jackets, silk shirts, and knitted ties. He had a Cadillac and employed a chauffeur. He enjoyed melon halves drizzled with sherry and was known to have his maid prepare entirely pink meals. An architect friend recalled being disinvited to tea on several occasions because the light in the garden wasn't right. Damn. Um, A character. This guy sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Melon and... drizzled with sherry? I know, right? Like, what? Is that a thing? What is that? <laughs> I guess I, I would try it. I don't know if I would, like, crave it. Yeah. I'd definitely try it. Yeah, I'd try it like once. Yeah. I don't have any idea what sherry tastes like. I guess that's Sherry's kind of weird. Yeah. And and what kind of melon? Um Yeah. Probably cantaloupe. Honeydew? Cantaloupe and honeydew. I I confess that I don't remember which one is whichever. What's the difference between cantaloupe and honeydew? Cantaloupe's orange with a green. Honeydew is the one everyone hates. Honeydew? Honeydew or cantaloupe. I don't like cantaloupe or honeydew. Uh, I think they're like fine, but there's something about them. Yeah, honeydew people think is like melon, bland or something. I like them both. As a kid, I remember eating cantaloupe with salt on it. That was good. Mm -hmm. It's very like whole thirty of you. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. It's a. I think it's probably like. If you don't like melon, it's because you like eat it when it's not super, like not perfectly ripe. It's probably what it is. Anyway, back anyway, to um, yeah. So there's this cool guy. Um, he died in 1988. Um, and then all of his stuff, his archives, um, got passed around a little bit, and eventually, um, were sold, um, to this couple who live in Switzerland, and um. This woman named Jill, I don't know how to say her last name. It's M-A-G-I-D, Majid, Magid, Jill. She's kind of like a conceptual artist. Mm -hmm. She um, feels very passionately about moving the archives of this guy back to mexico where he is mm. from mm-hmm. um so the kinds of things that she they give a couple of examples of the kinds of art that she does um like she um she was walking around in the city and she noted noticed a bunch of like um security cameras everywhere and she went and asked the security team like can i put rhinestones on these and they were like uh no 
Mm-hmm. And um, she was like thinking about it, thinking about it. And then um, she came back with like a made up title from a made up company. And she convinced them that she like had like a proposal for them about like bedazzling these like security cameras. And they yeah. said yes. Amazing. So she like went around and bedazzled a bunch of cameras. And so she does stuff like that. Like this um, interviewer from the New Yorker like described some of them as pranks. And she was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want them to be pranks. Like, I want them to be you know positive and all this stuff yeah um anyway so that's a little bit of background about this woman so um what she did is um she tried to find a she was trying to think of a way to convince this woman in switzerland like what would make her move these archives back to mexico and so Mm -hmm. what she ended up doing is she went to baragon's family and she was like, I have this idea, and it was to exhume him and use his ashes to create a diamond. Whoa. And then do a proposal of sorts to this woman, Zanko. Last name is Zanko. And then basically say, like, I'll trade you. <laughs> Whoa. Um, like, the line was like, his body for his body of work um wait, so wait, she, wait. How, remind me sorry if i missed this what was the why does this woman have a say over his stuff um the archives were sold to this zanka woman in switzerland oh so she just bought it she, like, so now she's she, got like, like his body too his whole no no, no, no. So this, so this woman in Switzerland, Zanko, she has the archives. She owns the archives, like basically the rights to all of his stuff. Ah. And um, and so this woman, Majid, Magid, um, <laughs> Magid, yeah, Magid. was like, if I make this thing out of his body and give it to the Zanko woman, she might consider that a trade. Oh, but. Then how did how did Magid get his body? So, so this woman Jill, she goes to Mexico. She talks to his family, and they're like into it. They're like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, it's like this but, crazy piece of performance art, basically. Wow. Um, and so they do it. They like they go to where he is interred, and they open up this like jar, and she like scoops out some of his ashes. Holy shit. And she sends it to this place that basically, like, turns... I mean, they turn stuff into jewelry. They just, like, pressurize it and they turn it into jewelry. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So not yeah. all his ashes, just a portion of his ashes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, It's like the carbon that remains. Um, Amazing. And, yeah, I was looking into it. I couldn't... T- it doesn't say, like, what company she used, but there's, like, a few, it looks like. Starts with, um, starts around like two, three thousand dollars or so, and it takes a while to do it. We talked about that, and then you get a diamond, huh? Have we talked about that before? Have we? I I feel feel like like turning dead people into jewelry, turning ashes into diamonds, feels somewhat familiar for some reason. I kind of feel like how much of you is still in the ashes? Isn't it just ashes? But no, all the good parts are gone. Oh, uh, just... did we talk about like you get buried and you grow a tree? You somehow your I think we probably have talked about that. I'm into that. That's cool too. Yeah, I think yeah. we talked about that. 
which is similar, sort of, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Know. It's like turning you into something else. Yeah, Similar, yeah, yeah. sort of, but not really at all. <laughs> like, yeah, like how much of his DNA is in there, you know? I don't know. Um, not enough. But yeah, so she does it. She like makes this diamond and then she, I think she takes it to Mexico and then like gets it set into a, a ring, like a gold ring. Okay. And then wow. um, she like gets herself invited to this woman and her husband's place and and then she like she does the presentation she does the proposal and she like opens the ring box and they're like holy shit um oh my god and she does her yeah she does her bit about you know the body for the body of work and everything um sounds like zonko said no or she was just like (laughs) wow what an interesting idea (laughs) but no and um, it's basically like an now now it's like an open invitation. So like if you ever want to do that, then this option is available to you. I mean, I'm not surprised she said no, right? Because it would be like, I mean, yeah, it's it's the art, right? That like lives on past the past the person, and is like a beautiful like representation of their talents. But yeah. also you're like, you're hoarding it for yourself when it could be in this artist's home country where. Yeah. So it's a little complicated because so like Zonko, she, you know, she has plans to, you know, create a catalog, but it turns out that it takes like a really fucking long time to do that. And uh, all these people are like, oh, she's never going to do it. It's been like 20 mm-hmm. years, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I think she is like trying to work her way through it. And she was like. What does that mean to give it to Mexico? You know, it's like who's going to be in charge of it? Like, yeah, it what's going to happen to it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give it like, to a museum. It right? needs a foundation. Well, maybe, it but needs... she doesn't know that. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a little bit too. The plan isn't good enough, basically. Yeah, she needs like a. She needs a proposal. <laughs> All these proposals. Yeah, a business proposal. Um, interesting. Well, because what was was a uh, Magid, old Magid with the with the human with the diamond, ring. human mm-hmm. ring. Was she, did she plan on, did she have a plan that was like, I'm going to bring it back to Mexico Mexico, and put it in the, I don't even know. I don't yeah, know, I Mexican don't really, museums. I don't really understand. Yeah, like her plan. Like, I know, I mean, there is a foundation, I think, in Mexico, but I don't know if they, you know, agreed to yeah. the work or. Okay. It's I, see like, bo- I see both sides of this. Issue. Yeah. But also, you know, it's like if you like negotiated to buy this archive, like why would you get rid of it? Exactly. She's probably like, is it worth how much I paid? No. Yeah. Also, I don't know what it's like to have that much money, you know? Like maybe yeah, things are same. different. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. 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 Maybe she should set up the collection in Mexico. Best of yeah. both worlds. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Turn a turn a person into a diamond. Do a proposal. All about it. Human your, uh, human rings. What's your closing question with that, Sabrina? I'm dying to know. Um. I guess, like, would you be interested in some? 
uh, human jewelry. No. Wow. Yes. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I wish I had my baby teeth and I could like make stuff out of it. them. Mm, that's very like Victorian. Isn't that a thing they used to do? Mm, I don't know. Right? You know history. I don't know Victorian. It sounds like a Victorian thing. Mm, yeah. But yes, why don't we just say yes? Yes. Sure thing. If there's any history buffs, correct us. Oh God! Oh, Etsy is a lawless place. It's oh, full no. of teeth jewelry. Ha. Um. Gross. My closing question is: um, Have you tried any fast food, vegan, vegetarian meat alternatives? Did you like it? Um, is there one you're looking forward to? Is there one that you think should exist? Boom. 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 And uh, I guess I need one too. Um, mm-hmm. What animal would you like to see at a protest taking your <laughs> side against the cops? Oh my god, great white, great white shark. <laughs> uh, just flopping around. I think a great white shark would struggle. Just Personally, flopping I'd, I'd on go the with like a, a grizzly bear. Oh, 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 it's an underwater God. protest. Oh, what are they protesting? Underwater? Or what are the grizzly bears protesting? What are the underwater, what is the underwater protest? Um, uh, save, save the coral reef. Mm, perfect. Mm. And some and, people are, okay. And microplastics sure. are bad. Get them out of there. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. March against the microplastics. Yeah. All right. Cool. But like slowly through water. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of marches are slow, so you can do it underwater just as slow. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you'd like to answer any of those questions or let us know anything else that you were thinking about while we were talking, you can and should. And you can send an email to while you were talking pod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram at while you were talking pod. Or you can send us a voice message through our Anchor FM profile, and there's a link to that in the episode description. As always, we say thank you to Rob Henson for our theme music, and we thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later. And now, over to Aaron for today's hot take. Shoveling? Snow is fun. Yeah, I said it.